Welcome to another episode of BS with Brett. Today I want to talk about the fills, kind of recap how the past few weeks have gone. I haven't recorded anything since the Yankee series. Since the Yankee series, they split with Atlanta in a four-game set. They got swept by Baltimore, swept the Mets, split with Boston in a two-game series, a two-game sweep against the Blue Jays, and are down two games to the Braves going into the last game of the series tonight. You know, we all know the story. You know, I think I saw we, – we've had leads in the past seven, eight, nine, ten games, and the bullpen just cannot hang on. And I've said before, I don't expect much out of our bullpen, so I'm not going to complain too much about it. But at this point, man, it's historically pretty bad. You know, to this point, they have the worst bullpen ERA, you know, in the history of the game. So obviously that speaks volumes of where they're at. But at the same time, you know, I look up and down the lineup card from last night and it's still frustrating to see. And I know our offensive statistical categories you know, going into the week, you know, we're top five in most, you know, OPS, runs scored per game. Um, you know, they were best in the league at not striking out. So there's definite improvement on the offensive side of the ball. But at the same time, you know, you, you look up and down the lineup. Harper, Real Muto, and Didi are our best three hitters right now. And then after that, it's a severe drop-off when you look at the average and the OPS of the rest of the guys in the lineup. So it's just frustrating. You know, I feel like when I watch those three dudes hit, I'm always going to get a good at-bat. You know, Real Muto, I feel like I struggled a little bit this week. He's been striking out a lot this week. But, you know, he had a real good game last night. I think he had a hit or two the night before, so he might be getting it back. You know, Harper hit... His longest home run as a fill last night, you know, 88 mile an hour at the top of the zone. He just got on top of it and put it out 470 feet. It sucks that we're wasting, you know, an MVP-like season from him. And, you know, Real Muto is batting right around 300, OPS close to 1,000. Harper's over 1,000 with the OPS. Harper's sitting like 340. And, you know, DD's hitting, you know, 280, 290 with OPS right around 800. But then after that, it's a lot of guys that are hitting 200 to 220 with OPS around 700 or lower than that. So that's just not good stuff. And, you know, Segura probably made his best defensive play as a Philly last night, diving play over at third in the first inning. But you look at him and he's hitting like 220, man. I mean, that's a dude that you look at his career average, he's right around 290, 300 at least. So I'm just waiting for that. I mean, I feel like he's a guy that is just swinging for the fences too much, and I feel like if he got back to just swinging for line drives, the power will come. You know, you're going to get under a few, and the ball's going to carry on out. You're hitting pro V1s as it is. These balls fly out of the yard, and I feel like he tries too hard to lift the ball. 
That's why sometimes you see his foul balls and his whiffs and he ends up, you know, on his back knee. It's just, I feel like he's just trying to do too much to the plate. And I feel like that's a guy that, you know, you look at his career average. Like I said, it's it's right around 300. Or at least, you know, his his last couple seasons leading up to being a Philly, I mean, the dude was hitting well. And I feel like that's a guy that if we can get hot, that would help out a lot. You know, what's going to come down to if this bullpen is going to be that bad. And with that said, they're only two games out of a playoff spot. They're going to be in it all year unless they really just like stop hitting the ball altogether and then the bullpen stays as it is. Then obviously they'll fall out of it. And they might have a good chance at finishing last place in the East if that were to happen. But, you know, with a couple additions that they've made, I feel like they're probably going to make another addition or two to the bullpen, just given the extreme of how bad it is. Plus, you bring in Workman last night, and we know how that went. First pitch, Matt Adams hits a ball opposite field to the wall, scores two runs, take the lead. It just kind of sums up how this year has gone for them so far. But I'm not giving up on that guy after one night. But with that said, you know, that was your big acquisition of the three dudes you brought in. And that happened, so I feel like Klintak has to feel like, you know, he is general managing for his job the rest of the season. So I would not be surprised to see if they make, you know, another couple acquisitions, maybe one legitimate one in that bullpen, you know, in these next couple of days, next couple of weeks, whenever the deadline is. Um, I do know they're going to get David Robertson back. They're going to get Ranger Suarez back, and they're going to get Victor Arano back. So that's three more guys. So we'll just have to see. Um, but as I've said before, I never expected much out of this bullpen. I want to see the lineup one through nine just be better. And, you know, the categories look good. I think they're hitting better with runners in scoring position. But I still, like Reese Hoskins, you know, I mean, it's just, like, he has one home run so far this season. I feel like he's just missing balls, you know. I feel like his at-bats are always good as far as he's going to work the count, make the pitcher throw pitches. But, you know, there's been a couple times, especially recently, you know, he had a good swing on that ball in Boston. That was no cheapy, you know, about 390, 400 feet opposite way. Great swing, great piece of hitting, you know, good for Reese. But, like, last night against the Braves, in that ninth inning, I mean, he he just missed a cookie. A hanging breaking ball, I've seen him miss some fastballs right over the plate lately. You just want to see him do better, man, because I feel like he's the prototypical two-hole hitter as far as he's going to make the pitcher throw pitches you're starting to see more managers put the power guys in the two-hole. And plus, you have Harper in the three-hole. So, theoretically, Reese is going to get some pitches unless, you know, I mean, you don't really want runners on with Harper up to the plate. Plus, you have Real Muto behind him. Reese is the key to the lineup, I feel like. If he can get hot, it's a big if because I feel like he just looks so shaky to sum it up this year. I mean, it's not god-awful like Kingery. And Kingery, he's pieced up a few balls last couple nights right at people. 
I feel like he's put some better swings on the ball. With them two, man, they just lunge way too much. They get way out in front. They don't trust their hands. And it's like, just sit back. Like I said, they're hitting Pro V damn ones. Pro V fucking one baseballs. These balls fly. You don't have to go so far out in front. You don't have to try and pull everything. Just stay back. It's so much easier said than done. You know, coming from someone who played college baseball, it happens. It happens where you get out in front, and I know those dudes are absolutely chucking it. All right, but, you know, you just know these guys can do it. And you know they have the power that they they don't need to cheat. You can have the good approach, center field, right? Everything right back up the middle. And I'm not saying hit balls that are middle in or, you know, middle backside, but those balls that are middle away and outside and the breaking balls, they're, you can, they're just so far out in front. It's obvious. And I feel like that's why these guys are struggling, okay? You know, sometimes Kingry even looks like, even on balls, he hits well. Now, there was one in particular where he lined out to Dansby. It might have been two nights ago where he really put a good swing, stayed back. It was compact. But I feel like even sometimes Kingry, the balls he hits well, it looks like he's still lunging at the ball. So that's something to watch out for. And, and Reese the same way. You see Reese hit 500-foot foul balls to the pull side. It's just He's just too far out in front. He doesn't trust his hands. You know, you just got to trust it. You can sit back and still hit that ball hard. You can rock the ball to center field, dude. You can hit the ball 450 feet. You don't have to try and cheat and just pull everything. That's my biggest gripe with those guys. You know, it's nice to see Kutch go deep last night. I feel like Kutch has put together some good at-bats. You know, starting kind of that Met series, he's really started to get it together. But, you know. A lot of these guys had really bad starts, so their averages and their OPS doesn't look good at all. If you look at their stats probably over the last week or two, it's probably better. But still, you know, they're just going to have to one through nine collectively hit the baseball. That's what it's going to take. Or else, given, you know, the state of this bullpen, a last place finish is not out of the realm of possibility. And it's sad to say because... And I'm not just saying this, being a Philadelphia uh, sports fan, Phillies fan. They have had leads, you know, starting back to the Baltimore series. You know, coming off a solid series against the Braves. They smacked the Braves that last game of that series to get the split. Going to the Baltimore series, you know, I think that team actually has a half-legitimate lineup. Like, you know, there's some good hitters in that lineup, no doubt about it. So I'm not going to sit here and say that Baltimore's trash, like they're not, all right? That's not the case anymore. They have good hitters, but their pitching blows, all right? It's nothing to write home about. You can get after their pitching, and I feel like, you know, we put ourselves in a decent spot, probably say a good enough spot to where if the bullpen can just be competent, We'd be in such a better spot. And you're not going to win all the games you have a lead in. You know, you, you, it's not fair to say, oh, you had a two-run lead in this game, but it could have been in the first inning, and then, you know, team comes out bottom of the first, ties the game, or puts up a run themselves. But if you have 
more than a one-run lead in like eight straight games, you got to at least think you're going to win maybe half of those at the very least, right? So I just think the bullpen, and you got to think, last night, Zach Wheeler throws seven strong innings. He comes out of the game, it's four to two, right? I feel like here's the story of the season, this last night. He comes out of the game, it's four to two. Naris comes in, first three hitters, base knocks. And it's like, well, fuck, man. Like, it ain't even close. Like, it's just not even competitive. Our bullpen just gets rocked, right? And then they take a one-run lead. We bring in Workman, the new guy. First pitch, backside double, two-run score. Okay, 5-4. And then the offense comes back and battles their ass off fights for one run to tie the game right so i feel like the offense for the most part is doing their part and the bullpen is just such a letdown that it it makes them not competitive like ricky batalco said (laughs) you might as well put santa claus on the mound because we're just giving out gifts i mean it's a gift it really is what it is um so I just, you feel for guys like Harper, you feel for guys like Real Muto, because, you know, every day that passes by, it just makes you more and more worried that Real Muto is not going to come back. And I know the money is going to take care of wherever he ends up, but you just kind of think, what that dude is dealing with, night in, night out behind the plate, it probably doesn't make him want to come back and deal with all this bullshit. The only argument you can really make is that, like I said, the offense puts them in a pretty good spot most nights, and the bullpen has been a letdown. So management, front office can tell him and his agent, well, you know, obviously you can tell the lineup ain't half bad, but if we can find some bullpen arms, you know, if we can have a half legitimate bullpen next year will be way more competitive because you literally have the worst bullpen in baseball right now. Worst bullpen baseball has ever seen. I mean, like I said, that's pretty extreme. So you just have to think. If they had a league average bullpen, they'd be at least 500 right now. So I, it's that's why it's tough because I don't think the lineup is a last place in the division type of lineup. But the bullpen being the worst bullpen ever to this point in the season – yeah, that's why they are where they are. So, but yeah, I feel like you can tell Real Muto, we're going to get you some bullpen arms. You kind of think, too, it's not just that they're sucking. Like, this dude's behind the dish catching these assholes every night. You know, he's the one directly dealing with all this. So, you're going to have to sweet talk him and you're going to have to follow through. Because that's the thing. Like, I, there's no way you brought Bryce Harper here. And we're not planning to surround with talent. And I know that our front office is pretty incompetent, but I know there's been some bad luck with bullpen injuries. We've talked about it before, Robertson, Sir Anthony. But you just got to think they should be a little bit better than where they're at right now. It's sad to watch. It sucks. You know, as far as, you know, what's ahead, you hope that they can get – the game tonight salvage the series somewhat and then i mean i'm pretty sure they go well let's look at it 
they play Washington for three in Washington. Then you play Atlanta again. So then after the three in Washington, you're home for seven. You get Atlanta for three. Then you get Washington for four. Then you play the Mets. So the cool thing about the 60-game season is, for the most part, all these games are within the division. And then, you know, after we play the Mets, we go to New York after that Washington series, Boston comes in for two. And then that seven-game series with Miami starts, right? So then you're going to play 10 straight games in the division when you play Miami and then the Mets, right? And then uh, you got four with Toronto, a doubleheader on a Friday on September 18th. And then you got Washington for three in Washington. And then you go to Tampa for three to end the year. So you're going to be playing the teams you're directly competing with. So I just, they're not out of it. You just, you want to see what Workman and then what Hembury and Hale are going to look like. And then if these dudes that are supposed to come back from injury, and uh, I know Ranger Suarez had COVID. If these dudes can come back and just, you know, kind of stabilize the pen and if the offense keeps doing what they're doing and then, I, like I said, there's still room for improvement. And that's the good thing when you look at it because, you know, they're top five, they're top ten in most of the statistical categories and they really have only had two dudes. But that's the thing. The two dudes, uh, Real Muto and Harper, they've been like, you know, they pretty much have just picked up where they left off last season. You know, they were both our best players by the end of the year by far. They're the two hottest hitters on the team. But those are our two dudes, and they're having career years. You know, Harper's playing. They said his numbers to this point are better than his MVP year, you know, at that rate. So, you know, Real Muto, same thing. Having a career year, having a fantastic year so far. They're balling. So you just got to think. You get some more of these other guys start hitting the ball consistently night in, night out, just like those two. The offense is only going to get better. Uh, you know, I, it's tough that Jay Bruce is hurt. I think, you know, whenever we get a righty pitcher and he can be your DH and kind of bat anywhere from 5th, 6th, or 7th, that's a good guy to have in the lineup. But we're getting Hazley back. Uh, you know, I think Roman Quinn... He is fast as shit. That was fun to watch last night when he bunted right back to the pitcher and he beat it by half a step. He was moving. But, you know, he's another guy that I feel like pops up too much because you just want to see a guy like him hit on the ground and see him leg things out and then put it in the gap and run for triples. And I feel like he just doesn't do that quite enough to... You know, have me sit here and say that he should be in center field every day. You feel like with that speed he could, but he's hitting 250. You know, 245, 250. You, you want to see Hazley get in there because Hazley has some pop. Um, I feel like he just has smooth pop. He hits the ball all over the yard. He's not just a pull hitter or anything like that. And I feel like he's just a young player you want to see more of. So... Love Hazley. You'll probably see, because I like to DH McCutcheon sometimes, so especially with Bruce Hurt, you're probably going to see Quinn in center and Hazley in left a few times with Harper in right, and that's a solid defensive outfield. Because um, I feel like McCutcheon, that's the thing too, I feel like he's still not 100%. When you watch him really try and run, 
he just looks like he's hobbling. He looks like he's at about 85%. You know, he's just, it's like that extra gear. And I know he's getting older, but you can just tell he's got like that 5 10% limp going. So, you know, that's something else to keep an eye on. But I know it all seems, you know, awful right now. The bullpen just seems to blow it night in and night out. But you want to see workmen you know, get another chance, and he will, obviously. You want to see some of these guys get back from injury, get back from COVID, and, you know, another acquisition or two, and I just feel like they're going to be in position because, the, I mean, the bullpen can't get any worse, right? So if they can only improve, and then the lineup keeps hitting, and, you know, there's no way that this lineup is tapped out, obviously, if only two dudes are consistently hitting the ball, if they can get that more to like four or five, maybe six guys really hitting the ball. And then, you know, I'm happy with the start in pitching. I know Nola didn't have his best out the other night, but the two, three outings before that were just amazing. So that's all right. It is what it is. You know, he's going to come back in a few days and he's going to shove it up the Nats' ass. It's going to happen. Wheeler looks great. Wheeler just chucks it, man. He's like 96 to 99 miles an hour. That's just beautiful, especially when he's dotting it low in the zone. That's tough to hit, obviously. And we'll see what Eflin's got for us tonight. I mean, he's been K-ing dudes up. We obviously know he he throws a lot of strikes. I guess you could say he throws too many strikes sometimes, and he gets hit sometimes. But, you know, I feel like he's throwing the ball well. Vinny V, for the most part, that last outing was good until the very end, but his VLO was back. So we'll just have to see. And Spencer Howard, that was his, his best outing against the Blue Jays, his last time out. His velocity stayed consistent from 95, 96, touching 97. And you can just tell, I mean, it's tough with these guys because I feel for the pitchers more than anybody in this COVID season because, you know, it's a process with your arm see hitting is like riding a bike you know you never forget how to do that and I just feel like the situation we're in those dudes could take a little time off from seeing the pitching and they'll pick it back up you know if they've been doing it their whole lives but with the arms that's all about getting your arm in shape getting your arm ready these starters have to get their arms in shape to throw 200 innings so to ramp your arm up like that and then to cool it down for months and then to ramp it back up again. So I'm not over here worried about Spencer Howard. You know, like his velocity dropped after the first couple innings, his first two outings. It's very nice to see him maintain that mid to upper 90s fastball that last outing. So definitely want to see him keep getting chances and... I'm just done with Arietta, man. I mean, here's the deal. People want to sit here and say that Bryce Harper makes too much money or has a big-ass contract. Well, when you look at it, it's only, you know, like 25 mil a year or something like that, and that's just not going to kill you. It just, It's just not going to kill you. But what will kill you is when is making, like, the same, and he blows. He can't get past the fifth inning. You can't have that, man. So I'm just ready to get him out of town. He's older anyway. Like I said, I'd rather see Velasquez 
get in there. I mean, because you're getting the same stuff from Arietta and Velasquez. You might as well get the cheaper one doing that. Oh, man, I give away Arietta for a bag of Fritos, man, just like Al Horford. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to record something about the Sixers. I guess I will. It's just sad to watch, man. And I'm not going to talk too much about that right now because we're talking about the Phils. So, yeah, to end this one off, Phils playing 20 minutes. Eflin versus Tomlin. Uh, you just It's just ugly to look at... Uh, you know, look at the NL East, and we're the only team below 10 wins, 9 and 14. That's ugly. But like I said, I don't think the lineup is a 9 and 14 lineup. The bullpen might be like a shit, like a 1 and 22 type of bullpen. So it all evens out. But I think it'll all even out when some of our arms come back in the pen and if the rotation can keep looking good for the most part and the hitters keep hitting and like I said the offense can only it could get worse you know it would suck if the bullpen started to sustain a little bit and then the offense started to not hit but I think Harper and Real Muto looked real locked in for the most part and like I said, I think Reese Hoskins is the guy that can really flip things. If he were to get hot out of that two-hole and it just makes it more difficult for pitchers, who are you going to pitch to? Harper, Hoskins, Real Muto. So, and like I said, I was talking about Segura earlier. He's a guy, shit, he hit 280 last year. If he got up to 280 at this point, that'd probably be pretty good. Although they don't have that many at-bats under their belt, but... I don't know. I just don't have too much hope for him. It's sad to watch because I just expected better out of him. And that's why he's my least favorite. Obviously, I've talked about the McCutcheon play last year, and that just has me thinking that Segura's a lazy-ass bum. But at the same time, I think what disappoints me more to this point is just that he's a guy that has been a 300 hitter his whole career. But, you know, just just can't seem to figure it out and you know be a good hitter for the Phillies so we'll just have to see but until next time